Unfiltered, unapologetic, un-American, welcome to the Un-American Football Show. I'm your host, Alan, and with week one in the books, we're back to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. For the tough, normal team, we've got Nate here, uh, Ryan is not here, and Ross is on holiday. So, uh, we'll start with you, Nate. How are you doing today? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Uh, I'm uh, working very hard. I've got a project that I want to get finished before I go on holiday on Friday, and I've probably got four days of realistic programming to do in two days, or now three hours after we finish this, and then one day. So, um, yeah, I'm all right though. Good. It'll be done. It might not Every- be any good, but it'll be done. Everyone's going on holiday except for me. Um, and then we've got <laughs> somewhat of a Regular, irregular? I don't know. Um, Pat Jackson's back. Hey, Pat. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to be elevated off the practice squad for this one. Yeah, definitely. Always <laughs> good to have you on the show. Uh, and we also have another special guest today uh, to shake things up, making his debut on the Tough Show. It's Elvis. How you doing, man? Hey, clean Elvis. Clean, clean Elvis. Elvis. Clean Absolutely. Elvis. Elvis is always clean. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a practice squad. I'm, I'm more of a streaker, honestly, but we'll get through this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, obviously, you've not been on the show before. Uh, it's evident that you are a Saints fan, because we, when we have talked before, to you're wearing an Alvin Kamara jersey. Uh, so it'll be like Ross is here anyway, having, you know, we've got New Orleans represented on the show. How do you become a Saints fan? Uh, I, I suppose a, a series of uh, cultural misfortunes. Uh, my dad is a bit of a nut. He's uh, that sounds bad, but he's a, he's a musician and he's completely mad about the southern states, Louisiana, Texas, Tennessee. Hence my Elvis name. Um, you got you got quite lucky. Yeah, kind of. Then you got quite lucky that you ended up in Louisiana rather than like Tennessee or Florida. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. He kind of raised me. Uh, you know, we we had a lot of Louisiana jazz, Louisiana-based music, gumbo, dirty rice, all this kind of nonsense, and it and it just made sense for me. And it, I I really enjoy it. To be honest, as goofy as it sounds, you know, it's a it's a tradition. Every time the Saints play, I'll make some Louisiana food for the family, and you know, it's a it's nice. I like That's it. Really nice. I don't enjoy the the product on the pitch as much, but yeah. <laughs> is your favorite film The Princess and the Frog? Absolutely. That's a reference for anyone that has a young daughter, probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, How do you know? Yeah. How can you tell? Uh, well, there's a reason I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's really I wasn't nice sure. I was getting, I wasn't sure I was getting the film film name right then. You, you did. I was like, I'm just gonna yeah. go with I think, it. I know what you mean. I, is that what it's called? I know which one you mean. Yeah. Yeah. There's a princess and the fr- and a frog. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> um, no, it's a nice story. It's it's nice to have some sort of uh, connection and actually. You know, bring it to life a bit. I love New Orleans. It's great. I've never seen rain quite like it, but um, really cool. You just walk around the corner and there's a you know ten piece band playing on the corner. That's pretty random, but awesome. I, I really want uh, of all the places in the New uh, in the US that I really want to go. That's completely random. It is New Orleans. Not not for Mardi yeah. Gras. None of none of that nonsense. I purely want to go so I can get a um, I can't remember what they're called now. The donuts. Beignets. From, from beignets, that's it, from Cafe, um, yeah. whatever it's called. I'm not doing muff, it justice. More of a muffaletta man, which is like a an olive bread. Um, very, very nice. Anyway, so, we're not, this isn't a new So middle podcast. class, Jesus Christ. This is now a culinary podcast. Exactly. <laughs> if you saw where you buy a muffaletta from in New Orleans, you'd not say that it's middle class. So, um, yeah, you, you need to check it out. It's all, it'll be like a dirty deli. Anyway, um, let's move on. Let's talk about some football. Um, the beginning of the 2022 season started. Plenty of strange results, but Nate, we're going to start with the news. Yeah, it's the news. Um, so, uh, it's supposed to be Ross, um, and in his absence, I'm going to take the baton. Um, All these strange really words to... <laughs> in this episode. It's absolutely incredible, isn't it? I'm so sophisticated. That's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> I really, uh, I really about, feel accommodated and welcomed. You know, it's, it's good. Uh, it's about, it's about to go downhill. Um, there's only real, there's only really one piece of news that I decided was worth worth talking about because I couldn't go, couldn't be asked to Google what else was happening. Basically, um, but the Browns, fresh off what they would describe as a great off season, where others would describe it as the most Browns off season ever, have gone and uh, out Browns themselves by. Um, 
after winning their season opener against Baker Mayfield's Carolina Panthers, I can only assume they've gone and sat themselves down and they've said, now see here, this week has gone far too well. What we're going to want to go and do is something mighty stupid to get that Brownian feeling back. And uh, what, what, they've, what they've decided to go and do is paint a 30-foot fucking elf on the middle of, the middle of their field. That's it. That's the news, for fuck's sake. I, I didn't even know that that was their old logo. Pat would know, because Pat sort of who knows cares? that sort of who stuff. Ca- but who cares Pat's whether it is or not? It's absolutely ridiculous. It is so shit. I like the fact it's holding out its hand as if to say, no, don't do that in my face, Sean. Mm. <laughs> Literally, the only thing missing from it is them writing below it just say no, isn't it? Pretty much, pretty much. I don't get how they went from that being the logo to a rebrand where it was just a helmet. A helmet. Like... And it's brown. It's not brown, sorry, it's orange. It's, orange. it's not even brown, it's orange. <laughs> exactly. They're like the most nondescript team in the league at this point, though. It's like. In, in a way, it's not a bad the, the, thing. The, the... The, yeah. the Prime Minister of uh, the United Kingdom is a fan. That's it. That's all they've got at this point. And we hire rapists. Yeah. Everyone needs a niche. Uh, <laughs> Nate, you're really stepping up to the plate today. You're, you've been nominated for all the features. Um, oh, given, have, given yeah. We've um, pulled in some guests. Uh, you're going to tackle the week in 60 seconds, which actually wow. was Ryan's as well. It's the week in 60 seconds. There you go, it is. Um, yeah. Are you ready to take it on? Uh, yeah, so pull up a clock. I'll hit the one minute music uh, when you say go. Go. Uh, oh, do you know what? Stop, 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 stop. That's not how it works. No, 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 no. The problem here is, right, because it was Ryan's, I'm just stealing what Ryan wrote, but I didn't have it up on screen. I was properly unprepared. Let's try that again. Okay. Go. Week one was a nail biter as we saw several games come down to the wire. The Bengals did everything they could to lose and then everything they could to win and still lost to the Steelers. The Colts and the Texans went into an unexciting overtime and settled for a tie. The Saints looked like the Aints until they until they weren't, taking the win over the Falcons, and the Browns were given a game-winning field goal by the officials, beating Carolina. The Jets were grounded by the Ravens, the Niners were washed out by the Bears, and the Dolphins didn't break a sweat against the Patriots. Wentz commanded a win over the Jags, the Giants squeezed out a win over the Titans, and the Eagles just barely Lions bet. The Vikings stabbed Kuaron back to reality, the Chiefs pushed Cliff over the edge, and the Chargers bolted past the Raiders. The Super Bowl winning Rams found themselves with a hangover in and the and in the poop bowl as the Bills beat themselves at home, uh, beat them at home, uh, and Tom Brady now has as many wins over the Cowboys as he does in the Super Bowl. That was bang on a minute. To be fair, that's very impressive. Was it the Giants and the Titans that you squeezed out um, as a adjective? Because it just made me think the of Giants. shit. And if it was, that game was shit. The Giants squeezed out a win over the Texans. Yes, yeah, that was very apt. The Titan, Titans, sorry. Uh, well done, Ryan, wherever you are. Thank you. Um, it was, um, it was uh, yeah, it, it sounded a lot like something Ryan would write. It was very punny. It was good. Top job. Was that right, the same so music let's they uh, use in the Football through. League show? Sorry? Said, was that the same music they use in the Football League show? Or whatever the new you name know, for that is. It did sort of sound a bit similar. I, I don't know. I pulled it off of a website somewhere where I didn't have to pay any money for the license. It sounds like the football league. That sounds like an ITV4 thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Fuck ITV Sport. Let's talk a bit about some of the games. Um, I've just picked up a couple of Game of the Week contenders. We can sort of chit chat about these. Uh, Eagles and Lions, which was a great one. Would have been great to have Ryan here, which he's not. Uh, but thanks, Pat, Pat's here. Uh, Jags and Commanders, that's a game that I wasn't looking forward to, but was actually pretty exciting, quite enjoyable, didn't know who was going to win. Yeah, I'm not sure it goes up for Game of the Week in terms of quality. It was two no. fairly ropey sides, but Jaguars found a way to lose against a fairly mediocre Commanders team, and it was one of those where you think a good team beats that Commanders team comfortably. An average team beats that Commanders team because they made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> A bad team finds a way to lose against that commander's team, and we all know what the Jags have been most of the time for the last decade and a half at this point, so uh, no surprises, we are 0-1. I mean, did you expect to win it? 
Yes, actually. I was quietly confident. I, 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 put, I put money on the Jags. <laughs> yes, I did. I. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, uh, I expected the Jags to win just because Carson Wentz can't beat them. It was good, though. The Commanders won in spite of him. Didn't Carson Wentz get a few wins at the beginning of his tenure with the Colts as well, though? I swear this is like what he does. Uh, in the middle, in in the mid in the middle of the season, mm. there was a decent a decent run, uh, and it, there was, I mean, it was probably week week eight, nine, three to whatever the second to third to last weekend is. You know, we beat we beat the Cardinals, the Bills, uh, beat the Texans sixty four points to three three over two games, uh, which you know they're not good, but that's a pretty good. Different point differential there. Um, beat the Patriots. Uh, narrowly lost to the Bucks. It's like it was a pretty good run, uh, but then he just shat the bed and decided he had to win the games against. Uh, well, the game against the Raiders, uh, and then he was nowhere near, nowhere near, even completing half the passes he should have done against the Jaguars but to be fair and again the Jaguars are just excellent it wasn't that the Colts were tr- dreadful the Colts didn't have a chance to be good because the Jags were just superb it was interesting to hear what the receivers who stayed at the Colts have said about how things have changed since and they're saying things like oh yeah you know under Matt Ryan you know we, we're expected to run our routes and be where we're supposed to be at the times we're supposed to be them. whereas under Carson it was just you go somewhere and I chuck it to you and we'll see you it's, it seems a lot yeah. more casual, and so it's a lot more boom or bust. Unfortunately, it does echo what uh, receivers who stayed behind in Philly were saying. Yeah. Yeah, fundamentally, we got eight points ahead from being behind, and then two lapses from our corners, then two long bomb touchdowns to uh, Dotson. Who's the other one? Buck Lauren, probably. Um, yeah. Painful. Shaq Griffin got burnt. Uh, Tyson Campbell did the classic thing we saw a lot at the start of last year, which was not turning his head to see where the ball's coming, so not being able to make a play even though he was in position to make a play. He should have been <laughs> favourite for that ball, but Dotson was the one who had some awareness about him and uh, deserved a touchdown on his debut. Another touchdown on his debut. Trevor Walker got a, uh, a pick there first. That was beautiful, game. yes. It's been quite rare recently for our high round uh, defensive line players to actually do anything, apart from you know giving away penalties in the end zone for uh, other teams this week, Taven. But um, <laughs> it's it's good. He's looking like a good choice at the top of the draft. So good. Yeah, to be fair, it was a bit of a classic house on Wayne's throw. It was a uh, screen pass that didn't make it past the D line, which is. Carson Wentz all over. We can talk about the Colts later on, obviously, but um, Matt Ryan has that same issue, seemingly, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, should we talk a bit about Eagles and Lions? Because that was also a bit of a crazy game. Eagles went off into a bit of a crazy lead. Lions need pulled it back. Do we think the Lions are actually... The Lions could win a few games if they're going to play like that against a team like the Eagles. Yeah, absolutely. I want to... I'm just... Now that I say that, I kind of want to check their schedule again because I know I was looking at the Eagles' schedule earlier and it made me upset how padded that thing is. Um, but I, I, I suppose really just like what are we what are we defining as successful a successful season for the Lions? Um, it's not the Three nicest. Wins. I mean, that's what they got last season, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but is their roster really <laughs> that much better this season than last? No, a little bit. I but perhaps the coach. All right, four. All right, four then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and 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 right. any improvement is an improvement is is successful, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I think I think if they got I five, they're thrilled. Although Ryan last week said at... they're going to win nine. Um, I don't know what he's been drinking, but um, they're not going to win nine. Kool Aid. Yeah, they might get five <laughs> if they're lucky. Looking at their schedule, I think I could I could comfortably put money on five or six. Six, as many as six. Yeah, well, as many as six. I think six is like a is a winning season for them. Double right, over what right. they did last season, you can't complain. 
actually... Ryan sat at home just feeling dizzy now. Like, it's, it's just, just happens. <laughs> They're actually the favourites in their week two matchup against the Commanders. Um, sorry to burn so. you, Pat. <laughs> but um, uh, that's quite bizarre. That is fucking weird. Don't see that. Mm, yeah, but I mean, they've got the Chicago and Green Bay in the division who both look pish, so uh, <laughs> Green Bay looked really bad, didn't they? Fuck, really bad, really bad, okay. really bad. Couldn't happen to a nicer wanted... twat, could it? <laughs> I wanted to say actually, just off of what Pat said earlier, he mentioned you know early pick defensive players not being. Uh, not have not being in the habit of being very good. Uh, I forget his first name. Hamilton for the Ravens. Uh, I think he's a safety. He was incredible. Kyle, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you get a chance, I recommend anyone go back and look at what he brings to the defense. I he's going to be amazing this year. He he scares me. Yeah, he's 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 good 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 player. I think Pat did say defensive line players oh, did don't he? do My shit with their picks high. It's yeah. still a worthwhile point for another. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Talking about Ravens, they look good, didn't they? Outstanding. I thought they were fantastic. Well, they were. They were a little so bit. Of a, do it, they were a bit of a slow burner, but they they got into the groove, and Lamar actually yeah. looked pretty good um, with his passing. And uh, I've 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 picked up a. a I don't even know his name. Uh, a, a wide receiver that I'd never heard of. Devin Duvernay. Uh, there we go. I picked him up yeah. in a few leagues this season just as a late late round sleeper. And uh, he's got a hat full of points this week. So that was nice. He'll probably never have another game quite like it. But um, <laughs> no, it, I mean, it, it was the Jets. I think he's just probably temper expectations and the same way we're talking about the Jets Joe Flacco has been named a starter for week two so you know they've already lost against yeah. the Browns this week but you've still got to beat these bad teams right you do yeah as, and I think dispatching them wins. dispatching them with the ease that they did once they got going is is yeah. impressive against anyone and the Jets you know I was about to say they're not that bad but <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah. I'll put my fist in my mouth on that one <laughs> Yeah, they're not very good. No, I always—I I must admit—I always have semi-high hopes for the for the Jets. Like I, I usually watch the draft and think, yeah, they've drafted well here. I think they could be significantly better, but they never are. Um, they, yeah, it, out of the last two drafts, they're probably the team that's done the best overall, which is just weird because you still look at them and go, yeah, they're shite though. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. they've lost their QB one, and they lost yeah. one of the most important recent draft picks just before the season started, which is going to hurt yeah. any side. True. It's true. Um, but I'm not sure how much better they'd really be with Zach Wilson. You'd like to think he'd take a step forward, but... Um, yeah, he needs, he, didn't look, he needs to. He didn't look fantastic in pre-season either, from what I saw. So, but he only he, he did like a couple of plays and then took the weirdest like gamble dive ever and somehow hurt his groin or something stupid. I don't remember, but you sure it wasn't his, I his don't mum's know. friends that hurt his extracurricular activities? seriously, <laughs> but yeah, you watch that dive. I remember I was because my best mate is a Jets fan, and I was watching that and I was like, This is a proper weird dive. And he said something interesting, he was like. He said uh, Zach looked scared to get hit. Like he threw himself into that way too hard. He was like he he bailed on that completely. Which, if that's true, and he has any hesitation about being hit, he's not going to last very long at all. Not behind that O line. No. Mm. Ah. That's Adam, do, you the, do you want to get the Dolphins out of that? Uh, sorry, the, uh, the Cowboys out of the way. Um, in one se- well, we we can link into that. I was going to say. <laughs> There was a lot of games that I watched and thought, there's a lot of O-lines that are absolute crap, isn't there? Like, the... Q- QBs did not have a generally safe day. <laughs> the weekends, did they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and yeah, that does sort of lead on to the Cowboys because, I mean, they you know as well as anyone. Um, having franchise quarterbacks with bad O-lines does not lead to longevity. Um, right. And, yeah, you put deck in front of a bad O-line... He actually got his hand so, hit twice. So how bad is it? Back. Sorry? How bad is it? How long is it going to be out? Well, doctors say 
six to eight weeks. But thankfully, Jerry Jones is a certified doctor and miracle worker. <laughs> so he's not going on IR and he's going to be back, hopefully, within less than four weeks. So, uh, and um, yeah, he said he's not going on IR, which makes no sense to me. Especially it's, when you look at it's... like Russell Wilson last year, who ran yeah. back from a hand injury and was crap. So, what's the point? Is Jerry Jones a retard? Um, I think that the, the issue, like, I'm not necessarily anti-Jerry, but I'm anti how everyone is part of the Jones family that's on, like, the board and everything. Like, so I just wonder if they're, they're scared to say you're doing a crap job to everyone. And it's symbolising a number of different things. Uh, I've gone on a phrase, but I'm not going to. Um, but, like, mm-hmm. when it comes down to, like, cut day, Pre- and last day of pre-season cut down to 53. No one ever claims a Cowboys player. Ever. I mean, ever, ever. And it's because I think they just think what they've got in front of them is the best that there is. But it's not. Otherwise, someone would someone would be claiming these players. And like Cooper Rush is now going to be leading out the Cowboys this coming week. He got, he got cut. And he went through waivers and no one wanted him. So what we're saying, he's at least the 64th Oh, 65th best quarterback in the league. I miss, uh, I miss uh, Ben DiNucci. You know, he's he's proper gone. <laughs> oh, no, I know. He, I know. He, he was absolutely it, dog shit. <laughs> he's, he is was it definitely he confirmed they're going to use Cooper Rush? They're not looking elsewhere. They've got nothing up their sleeve. There is nothing there, is there? Like, who, else, who else is there? Gardner Minji. Well, yeah. Got I mean, a shiny uh, yeah. for you. Here's some uninspiring names. Uh, Jimmy G, which obviously you have to use draft capital for next year, which could actually be quite a good draft capital because of the way the season's looking. If Dak is out for another eight weeks, the season will be over by he's then. Not, he's not going to go for a first. But it doesn't well, matter. I, I what, what, whatever, you're using, whatever you're using on him, on him it's um, not much. worth it. Uh, Cam Newton's been brought up. No thanks. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. Oh, you loved him. Hell, it's just, just someone get off that pot. Um, he's not played football in five years. I'm amazed Andrew Luck hasn't been mentioned. I'll take him. But the, <laughs> but the, Col- the, Col- the Colts also ain't his right still, so that would be a price and trade. Um, who else is ropey? Uh, Fitzmagic, Fitz get him out of retirement. Uh, there's no point. It's just stupid. Let's just bomb. I'm fine with bombing because the Eagles are going to absolutely rule the division for 10 years unless we're careful. So, um, yeah. I'm fine with bombing, getting a good top six pick. You know, two of the top 40 picks. I would say we can trade someone away and get more draft picks, but we don't have anyone worth having or they're too important. Like, you wouldn't trade Michael Parsons to anyone because he trade, is, uh, he is the trade, defense. I'll trade Matt Ryan to you for a CD now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's yeah, they could afford he to lose back for an O-line. <laughs> so... Um, I mean, Dennis Houston got like eight targets. No one knows who he is. I didn't even know who he was. He was an undrafted rookie. If he's getting eight targets, he's just fucked. And people are surprised. People are surprised that the Buccaneers didn't have to throw, didn't have to do a lot. You know, and they've got Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Chris Golden for a half, um, Leonard Fournette just waltzing through the D line. So it was bad. It was really bad. And then the the Dak thing really sort of finished me off. So. I was pretty bummed out when I woke up two hours after going to sleep on Monday morning. <laughs> but I've come to terms with it. I'd rather just really, really suck for the rest of the year and then I don't have to worry about it too much. But That's I didn't... a silver lining that I hadn't considered that at least the Jags had finished making me depressed before, like 11 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 4am. I didn't, I didn't actually yeah. see the end. I, I never, ever turn it off before the end. But with the points and the DAC thing, I was like, yeah, that that's... There's only like five minutes to go, but that really pushed me to a, another level. Supporting supporting a, a team that's like more or less based on these cases is such a blessing when you're not very good. Imagine like, I mean, you're talking to Pat now. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. just, just oh, piling yeah, yeah, back on, on Pat again. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. the Colts have been shit for a number of years as well. Like, let's not beat around the bush. I'm glad that I it's over by usually by nine o'clock. Or there or thereabouts. Yeah, I, can't, I still can't believe they tied with the Texans. Didn't you say last week they were going to go? You wanted, thought they were going to go zero and seventeen? Oh, maybe win, a, uh, maybe win a couple. Because if you did, you, you've already no, beaten I said, the I said, 
<laughs> no, so I said I said that last year I projected them to go zero and seventeen as well, and I was like, it's not going to happen. It's not. It's not going to happen. But they will only get a couple of wins, and I still believe they will only get a couple of wins. Um, they were a lot better than I expected them to be on defense, mm. particularly. Um, uh, we were just bad on our, uh, we were just bad on, on defense. That's where the difference was. We were really unlucky with a couple of uh, a couple of drops that are actually really good passes uh, into the end zone. Um, Alec Pierce, rookie, you can sort of forgive him for it because it was literally his first his first game. Um, and then uh, Ashton Doolin, and it was ruled as a drop, but I mean, it, it was a, it was a forced fumble as far as I can see. He's caught the ball. The reason it's a drop is because uh, he was still in the air when he got punched out. But I mean, it's a forced fumble. Um, uh, I don't know who it was. The defender punched the ball, punched, punches the ball clear out of his hands. He's got the ball in his stomach, but he's, he's he, I think he might have one toe down and it's just punched away and it's rolled rolls out of the back of the end zone. It's a good, really good defensive defensive move from whoever it was uh, and then we really really it's, it's scary how much we miss uh, Leonard missed Leonard but, and, and the reason the reason for it is it's, I, don't, I don't think it's necessarily that uh, necessarily just about how good like the plays he makes are um, I think it's about teams having to scheme to try and not get fucked by Shaq must remember to call him Sha- Shaquille and not Darius. Um, but yeah, teams scheme against it, and you can see that the Texans were loving, loving not having to worry about Shaq in the middle of the field because that's where they hit the Colts over and over again. And really, really frustratingly, we didn't adjust to it, not until the fourth quarter. And then we adjusted it in the fourth quarter when we came back from 20 points to three back to 20 each and I was like well we're going to win this day now obviously and well if then, it was the Falcons you would have because that's just what, like, <laughs> oh, what they do yeah but um, I, I didn't I didn't actually see like most of the uh, most of um, most of the overtime so. uh, because I went from watching you know, downstairs to watching upstairs and couldn't fucking log into Game Pass um, <laughs> so uh, so that was a that was less than a, less than ideal. Yeah, that's a lot. But then when I when I logged finally managed to get logged in, what did I see? Rodrigo Blankenship missing like a forty odd yard field goal, ending his career. Getting caught, which is and, very harsh. And Fair. and he's been and he's been cut. It's he he missed his first four misses as a Colt were all like game losers. And in that in, in that respect, I don't think it's that harsh. Mm. But all of them came all of them came after he got injured. Kicker, uh, kickers aren't as easy. Good kickers aren't as easy to come by as you think, though. No, um, no. no. Well, Elvis, you know, you know that. Like Will Lutz is back now, um, and yeah. I mean he he missed what one um, on, on the weekend. But prior yeah, to his he injury, was, he, he was like he you was know the first one. He he was up there with sort of Tucker levels, nearly. I think. He is that good. Like you read all of the reports and you watch it in training camp, and like he hits sixty yarders consistently every day, no problem. I think you know nerves, whatever. Just the first three quarters were a bit of a joke, um, and then he comes back and scores the game winner, which was you know I, I forget exactly, but close to fifty yards. Um, yeah, forty nine. Forty nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I I still think he's up there. I still think he's one of the best in the in the league for sure. Um, it's 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 amazing though because the Saints definitely lost a few winnable games last season due to not having a, a you know a good kicker basically mm-hmm. well, there were lots of other reasons but yeah a good kicker was sorely needed and you know it's a relief to have him back for sure. It means all our teams have actually gone through a bit of a, a bit of a cycle because um, obviously Jags had Josh Lambeau didn't they for a long time and then I can't remember the name of your new guy Pat. Um, I mean, we're be. on our sixth kicker of the season. It's hard to keep track. We've got <laughs> Riley Patterson, who was cut by the cut by the Lions. Yeah, he lost out to Austin Cyber in the battle of the Lions kickers. That's not good. And ended up with us after we went through Santoso and seven other dudes in preseason. You've not, uh, you've not brought in a FedEx driver to kick for you, have you? Oh, who knows? Who knows? There's still a lot of people wanting the uh, that, guy who kicked the winning field goal in London back. 
<laughs> that's that was a really obscure reference to the uh, Texans and oh, no, actually the Titans bringing a FedEx driver to punt from against the Colts last year. Oh, they should just get a safety to do it. <laughs> yeah, the Chiefs tried that this last week and it didn't yeah, really work yeah, out for them. His punting was like he was clearing the, the the uprights and stuff with his like kickoff punts, but his his uh, his PAT attempts and stuff were not good. I've never seen a PAT miss that badly. <laughs> it was pretty shocking. Um, speaking of uh, the Chiefs, uh, Harrison Buck has actually been ruled out for week two, so um, they have announced who's going to be the kicker, but I can't remember, so we'll move on. Um, constantly, we've sort of gone a bit all over the shot, which is good. Uh, just put it back in a few games I want to talk about quickly. A um, couple of re- tasty revenge games here. Browns and Panthers was obviously mentioned early doors by Nate and Seahawks Broncos. Uh, neither were classics, but um, it was, I was surprised the Browns got the win, and I was surprised, even more yeah. surprised, the Seahawks got the win. Uh, and you take the away from those games. You're not going to enjoy either, either of them really as a neutral eye, unless you have particular hatred for the losing team, which fortunately most of us in the Discord do because we don't like Tom. Um, <laughs> I was going to say I, do I, I like Tom, but he's really he's far too homo. You can't handle it. Speak for yourself. But I wanted to say <laughs> on the Broncos, I had some I had some observations that I thought were interesting because I kind of came into the game, and I think the big question for me and for you know for most people is is this going to be like a, a Russ offense or is this going to be a, a Hackett offense? You know, let Russ cook and all this nonsense. And uh, I came away, and I'm pretty convinced that this still isn't like a very Russ offense. Like there were some interesting things. Uh, he was 29th for opening weekend in terms of passes that were more than like five yards through the air. And in my mind, Russ is very much he likes you know his bigger Big shots, arm. trying to make stuff happen, escaping. Yeah. And he just wasn't doing that. There was not much down the field action. Uh, I mean, I think he had that one. To Jerry Judy, which was, you know, a, a good like down the field play, but that was it. Other than that, there really wasn't much to speak of. Um, it was just a lot of quick plays, a lot of double flats, boots, play actions. It, it really didn't strike me as a this is what Russ would want. So I'm interested to see if that changes moving forward because it's like you left the Seahawks because you were being held back. Well, it doesn't really look like you're being let go here either. So why are we doing this? What stuns me about the whole move is that, I mean, it's not something that it's something that happens all the time, right? Players players get traded and then sign massive, massive contracts. But why would you go to an organisation and then sign a massive contract that effectively locks you in to them for years before you've even played a down? I just just it's just. Fuck, it's, I mean, it's a lot of fucking money, so that's why, right? But it just seems like it just seems short-sighted. Well, could, could, you couldn't make couldn't make do with your probably twenty million a year. I mean, it seems yeah. like a good place to go. I, so I can understand why Russ would sign it. Um, that makes total and, sense for him. I mean, I'm it's twenty sure it million. Makes, and you know, the Broncos would be thinking, you know, Super Bowl winner not had a decent quarterback in five years uh, and even then but we also was... don't know whether they've got one now because he was shit hmm. last year yeah he was injured I'm, I'm happy to sort of give him a bit of a buy for last year but just sort of going back to what you were saying it was the um he just targeted the tight end over and over and over in the first quarter there was a stat that came up i can't remember exactly what it was but um it was basically showing that he targeted the tight end six times and even targeted a wide receiver. Um, basically, by, it was coming to the end of the first quarter. It was either a handoff or he was doing a, like a screenplay type thing or uh, targeting tight ends I didn't even know existed. And, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a couple 32-team yeah. fantasy leagues and if I've not heard of those tight ends, we're talking... Deep. Very, very, yeah. very I, deep. I saw. I saw Beck. Beck got claimed on quite a few waivers. Right. <laughs> this morning. Didn't even know he was. That, was. that was two plays in the first drive, and then he disappeared forever. So don't get excited about two oh, plays no. in the yeah, first yeah. drive. I, I didn't oh. go down that route, but um, yeah, 
I mean, people always rave about Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy were going to be so amazing, and they yeah those, those are, Jerry Judy looked the better of the two, um, and I always thought Sutton would be the better of the but two. But he always but... will do. Why? Because Jerry Judy's better than Cortland Sutton. That's why he'll look better. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to dump him. Touchdown last year. <laughs> That's because not, Pat yeah, Shermer wouldn't let him run beyond the line of scrimmage. Dick. Wasn't, <laughs> wasn't Jerry Judy injured, injured for like two thirds of the season, or at least like half of it? He was injured for ages, wasn't he? Uh, he was definitely injured for a bit of it. Um, yeah, no, no, I, I, I fully believe that if you look at their raw talent sets, I think Jerry Judy is the man. He's the he's the better player there. And I'm not trying to dump on Courtney Sutton at all. Sutton at all. I was quite excited to pick him up in a couple of deep spots in fantasy leagues this year where I was like okay he should have gone by now um, but yeah I just I, I look at the Bron- I look at the Broncos offence particularly the way it was run this weekend um, with Russ I just think if you're not if you're not going to play to Russ's strengths which is finding finding players downfield particularly or you know he's 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 good on his feet then you probably need to get a new head coach, and I know that's very harsh, and very early. But like, you you play to your weapon strength. You don't get a hammer and try and smash a square peg into a round hole. It's just, we know from a we know for a fact that that does not fucking work. You're not going to win a Super Bowl with the wrong player in the wrong system. It just doesn't happen. I mean, there is a little bit of context for this. They did lose two their two fumbles on the goal line, and yeah, um, you said about mismanagement. Javante Williams had. Um, 6.1 yards per carry uh, and but they only gave it to him seven times yeah. but they kept feeding Melvin Gordon who was under five um, you know the stats don't lie I think there's a lot of mismanagement there they probably got a little bit yeah. unfortunate but I'm happy with the Seahawks you know, fair play to them I don't feel like you can come away from that game without drawing the conclusion that there's a lack of confidence in Russ for the Broncos as well because I the number of screen plays and you know boot plays and that kind of stuff like you're not doing that unless you just you don't think that he can manage it you don't think he can pass down the field you don't think he can get out the pocket and i get why they don't think that like he doesn't look like he's really got the legs he used to have I mean, that's understandable you know he's a bit long in the tooth at this point but yeah, and also, like, at the end of the game, I mean, everyone's kind of talked it to death, but bringing McManus out when you probably could have yes. covered five yards with your $20 million quarterback. Hmm. It, I do really get the sense that there's some sort of lack of confidence in, in Russell Wilson. Yeah, it was just... I mean, yeah, Alan, Alan said it um, with, the, with the game management, and obviously... You know, you're, you're right. It, there might be a lack of confidence. I just I wonder in Russ, but I just wonder whether it's just it's just like like uh, first night kind of nerves from Hackett, right? Like the uh, a lot of a lot of franchises are having some good success with offensive coordinator come head coaches at the moment, right? Like there are a lot of teams doing doing that and doing that well i mean the eagles are particularly one that they would they they look dreadful towards the end of doug peterson's um tenure and Mm -hmm. they've been turned around by a colts guy um which i really wish it now i really wish he'd stay jesus i mean i was we always did but we look we looked a lot better when siriani was around um yeah uh and then I, just, I don't know. Like, I just wonder whether it's they've they've seen the success that other teams have had, and they've gone, "Let's just hire the next one." And just, he's got a lot of time to turn it around, but it was a really poorly managed game against one of genuinely one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on from this game. It's, it's a good one to talk about, but um, just super quickly, uh, Browns and Panthers. One word answer from each of you is Baker Mayfield going to work out in Carolina? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would three. want to define workout, but yes. Compact. No. No. Uh, 
he's a significant upgrade to what they had over the last two years. But he's, uh, I think, I think he's not the answer if you want to go far in the postseason. And Carolina haven't got nearly enough on either side of the ball to make that happen either. I probably agree with that. I think he could stay around for a while, but unless we think they yeah. don't go anywhere fast. He's uh, a really good stopgap right. quarter. Really good stopgap quarterback to have. Like, he'd, uh, you could, I, I mean, maybe I don't want to make this point too early in the season. Go but, on. you know, you, we, we might not be, we, uh, it might not be all that surprising to see maybe he might have been a better better solution in Indianapolis than Matt Ryan. Um, just because Rob Ryan's, most people think he's over the hill. And while I thought he had a good game, generally, you know, he did fumble the ball three times from snaps. He did. That's not a, that's not a vet move. That's not a vet move. That's a rookie move at best. That's a high school move at worst. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I'm not saying I want Baker Mayfield. I will support. I will throw my hat into the ring for Matt Ryan. But Baker's good if you've not got a one-year project. Sure, sure. That's why I said I want to define workout. If if workout means get one more win than you did last season, then yeah, absolutely. I think Baker does that for you. Long-term uh, the, postseason the, the success, methods. not a fucking chance. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> the Detroit success. You know, let's be realistic with our expectations here. If we're talking postseason success, then no, not, yeah. not a fucking chance in hell. But yeah. Let's talk about some of these teams that I think between the team we have been a bit down on at, at different points leading up to the season, uh, and then we can just sort of pick one each. We can just want to talk about uh, the Falcons who narrowly lost out to the Saints, uh, the Bears who beat the Forty ers in a flood, the Giants who upset the Titans uh, in Nashville. I won't talk about the Seahawks and talk about them again. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, who stomped all over the Packers. The Miami Dolphins, who made light work of the Patriots. Uh, even the Chiefs, to an extent. So I think there's a lot of questions around the uh, receiving yeah. group and players they'd lost on defense. Uh, the Chiefs, just while I'm on them, they had 66 plays, offensive plays, um, on Sunday. 33 of them were first downs. Disgustingly good. That is unreal, isn't it? Um, Patrick Mahomes is back, isn't he? I know. You see these pundits who are like really knocking the Chiefs, saying, "Oh, without Tyreek Hill, they're not the same." Like you lot need to wash your heads. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. They're fantastic, think, and they're going to be yeah. fantastic. You don't take a single part away and make them not fantastic anymore. They're amazing. Yeah, I think. I think. I think. That's a good point. I think the people who just going, oh, you know, you're taking their biggest weapon away, uh, and and they're not really, they're not replacing them with a star. Like, ha- have they taken their biggest weapon away? Because no. I don't think he was that great last year, was he? It was two no, years Kelsey ago. Kelsey has always they, been there. It, it was two years ago when they down. won the Super Bowl that he was a star. He was good last year, but he wasn't great. Great, right? He was great. Kelsey. Kelsey was Kelsey. Kelsey's the star. Um, yeah. It's also interesting to see uh, <laughs> Ceh prove everybody wrong because uh, he was very good this week. Yeah, but I'm I'm also looking at this Cardinals defense, which looks a bit battered Suspects. and deflated, and yeah. you know I don't expect the worst of teams to get that many points put up against them um, in most weeks. Yeah. So. It'd be interesting to see whether they sustain it. Um, so we're going to go talk the about Cardinals aren't ranking. a bad team. You think yes, they are a bad team? Yes, yes they are a bad no. team. They are. Like, they, okay, are but... they are. They are because their coach is shit. <laughs> but like, all right. So this might be a bit heretical, and I understand if you lot kick me from the call for this. But see, <laughs> the competition right now seems to be in consensus. It's the Bills and the Chiefs again. They seem to be like the two top dogs. I would argue that like the Rams defense that we saw on Thursday or Friday, depending on where you live, wasn't that much greater than the Cardinals defense that the Chiefs beat. I, I, comparable. Mm-hmm. So if, if, you know, if the Chiefs are smoking them 
like that and the Bills are smoking them like that. Again, I, I think we're in the same sort of ballpark that we were last season with these two. Maybe. Um, the Bills is a bit hard to gauge because I think the, the hype train is just calling oh, into every know. station at the moment. So it, it's kind of hard to measure are they as good as we think they are or the Rams. Are the Rams just not as good as we thought they were? Do we think they've lost something? Is Matt or Stafford is Matt Stafford injured? injured? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which which is the answer? Which is the answer? Certainly, offensively, um, I couldn't run the ball. Well, Cam Akers definitely couldn't run the ball. <laughs> no, <laughs> the, the Bills have just played out of their skin. Like they just played, which the whole game script from the Bills is just incredible from start to finish. The way they manage the game, the way they shaped up on offense, the way they absolutely dominated dominated that Rams offensive line just they, they gave Matthew Stafford absolutely nothing um, the first half was great as well like it was, was a really really enjoyable watch really makes oh, yeah. it really makes the length of the off season worth it when the first first half is so good yeah it's still not worth it it's ridiculous that these <laughs> pussies only play 18 times 17 times a year Depends who you support. Um, yeah, 17, <laughs> 17 games a year, yeah. Um, definitely more than 18 for me. Uh, what about any of these other teams? I still think the Giants um, aren't that good. I still think the Bears aren't that good. Um, the Falcons, I know you, you think they're still dog shit, Elvis. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, all right. So here's, here's we need to be realistic about the Falcons. They were lined up to win that game. Like, over the last couple of seasons, the Saints have done terribly against teams that have like a fast active QB. You look at how they did against the Eagles last year, they got absolutely pieced up. They don't know how to deal with it and they still haven't figured out how to spy a QB apparently. So they should have done well. And the thing, like you look at their play, I think it's the the second drive where they score a touchdown. It's nine plays, eight of which are rushing plays. It's just the same thing over and over and over. And yeah, Drake London looked good and everything else, but that got shut down pretty quickly. And as soon as the Saints clocked it and they finally, you know, got it together in the fourth quarter, they shut them down completely. They couldn't do anything. So you take away Mariota, you take away Patterson, you've got a rookie wide receiver and another fellow who's got a gambling problem. Um, <laughs> they're not good. They're, like, the thing is, and I'll, I'm a proud Saints fan, but the Saints were abysmal for that first three quarters. They were just awful. Like, I guarantee there are some college teams out there that could have come and pieced them up even worse. As soon as the Falcons start getting against, like, these teams that don't take three quarters to wake up and realize that this isn't the preseason anymore, they're going to start getting cooked badly. And it's and, and another point is they were completely murdering Jameis Winston because they were bringing yeah. the house on nearly every single snap. And uh, the Saints offensive line, like, they weren't getting beat. They were getting cooked every time. It was slaughter. And they stopped doing it. It's not that the Saints figured it out. It's that they stopped doing it in the fourth quarter. And I can't see any logical, logistical reason for that. They just in the fourth quarter, they were like, all right, that's enough. They're so, tanking. Exactly. And rightly so. Because yeah. um, Marcus Mariota is not who you want. You yeah, I, 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 I actually wanted to take the Giants. I wanted to talk about the Giants. Um <laughs> One, one particular thing. No, no, no. One particular thing. How good was Saquon Barkley? He did look really good. <laughs> fucking good unreal. Fucking unreal. He was he was rookie Saquon again. He was absolutely magnificent. Uh, and I'm so glad he was the best running back in that game. Um, after I, I refused to draft him anywhere, bench. and I have I've refused. Wow, I refuse to draft him anywhere because I, just, I was like, his ADP is a joke. I'm not taking him in the first three rounds, and I have Derrick Henry who scored four points, uh, seven point ten points in PPR. So, yep. uh, fucking fantastic. But yeah, yeah no, Saquon looks unreal, and he he won them that game because the Titans did not prepare for rookie Saquon. They prepared for well, he'll fall over halfway through the first half and break his ankle, and it will be out. Um, and he had the, he cooked them. He absolutely cooks him. Again, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was threw away. 
That's sort of how I, I was deemed it. I was gutted. I had uh, I had Saquon on the bench in three different fantasy leagues. Oh no! <laughs> Jesus Christ, Elvis! Three. That's a sentence yeah, you don't yeah, say very yeah. often. I, I think a... I've never heard it. anyone say it. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it, it was theirs to lose. <laughs> no, no, but you are you are you are right. You are right. The Titans, the Titans, shut the bed and shut the bed hard Hard. and fast um but just saquon was unreal saquon was the game winner by a country mile he was just fantastic danny dunn wasn't even that bad either titans fans are fuming at their offensive coordinator or lack thereof and uh yes you know long may that continue as a rival if that could last until at least the colts have played them once Please, please keep throwing. To it's about swing. time that Titans started shitting the bed. Though. I feel like they've been unjustifiably good for far too long. Like, yeah, that is true. We all need to for, for three years. To, like, <laughs> I, but why? Like, I don't they, know. They've what, only got. They've my... only got to that point. They've only got to that point because the Colts have done absolutely nothing. And the I really want to know what Vrabel's got stuck up his windbreakers. Like, they must. <laughs> some, I, I look at them every season. And I think, how are you that good? You shouldn't be that good. You've got. Mm-hmm. Fucking Ryan Tannehill, what are you doing? Right. Um, I actually, despite being a rival fan, I think Tannehill gets a well short, uh, short shift. I think he's all right. No better than all right, but I think he's all right. He's okay. Um, Is he better than Mac Jones? No. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Would would I? Yeah. No. Of course he is. Of course he is. He's he's much better than Mac Jones. It's not even close. That's a ridiculous statement. He's much better than Mac Jones. Would I want Tannehill and Dynasty over Mac Jones? No, I wouldn't. Because of longevity, I think I think Mac Jones has got enough to to be a serviceable quarterback in the league for years to come. And Ryan Tannehill will be out of the league in two or three years. Is Mac Jones a better quarterback right now? Get to get the fuck out of here. No, no, he's not comparable. So, so the answer is not yes. Then I still have rather have Mac Jones going the ceilings higher. I think we've seen. I think we've seen uh, the, the floor is considerably lower. The floor is considerably lower, though. I'm as we sure saw against, so, saw, as we saw against the Dolphins, because he was wank. Yeah, um, Pat, your opinion on that? <laughs> I mean, I'll stick with Trevor Lawrence if it's all the same. That's not an option. <laughs> That's not the question. The thing is, because you, oh. you're not on our Discord, you know, a nice little plug here for the Discord. Um, I went and had a beer and I came back and I had 200 messages about whether Matt Jones was a good quarterback or not on our Discord channel. That, um, that, that chat got... Ryan's. That chat got unnecessarily feisty as well. That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. do I want the damp bread I genu- of Tannehill or the mouldy bread of Matt Jones? I'll go with damp, I think. Yes. I felt like a, a, a really, I felt like a brotherhood connection with Tom in that Mac Jones argument. Like, I felt like me and him were like fighting with Ryan for hours and hours and hours. I remember my wife came in and asked me to do I was like, no, I, be, I, I need to sort this out. This is important. I'm defending a man's honor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm besmirching it. All right. I'm not supporting Mac Jones. <laughs> uh, one last thing I want to talk about uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Everyone's favorite second team for 2022 i think they i think they will be the they will be the arizona cardinals to the to tough show uh like, like the cardinals were last year I, you know they were cardinals early on last year were a lot of fun to watch you say and if no i said cardinals oh, okay you bellend um but i think i think the vikings if they can carry on playing like they did i mean jj's just so much fun to watch when he's like that. When he's Something in that special. Mood. And uh, uh, I'm going to hold off admitting it right now, but it might not be long until I admit that Kirk Cousins is one hell of a player. Good God. I, I need them to start looking a bit worse than they are because I'm fully like convinced that I'm, I'm going to go to the Saints game to see a thrashing right now. I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'm really, I am really looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm, I I'm think it's going to be so an amazing game. if we don't get tickets. All right, cool. Well, uh, let's uh, let's move on from week one. Um, let's say it was a crazy week. Lots of weird results. 
probably about seven teams got wins that I didn't expect them to. Hopefully week two is just as crazy. Let's have a quick look at week two. Uh, let's do some quick fire predictions and we can maybe have a look, quick chat about them at the end. Let's go through uh, alphabetical order. Uh, so do you want to just explain explain how we come to the feature games? Yeah, I will. Um, I'll come to you first, Elvis, then Nate, Pat, and then I'll round off before telling you about the next game. So we're just looking at the games that Sky Sports are broadcasting this week um, for people that are in the UK. If you're not in the UK and you're listening, you don't know what Sky Sports is. This is the games that we tough, like. Tough shit. Yeah. Um, so Thursday night football is the Chargers at the Chiefs. Uh, Elvis, <laughs> how are you seeing that one? I, uh, Chiefs. I think it's going to be close, but I got the Chiefs. Nate? Chiefs. Pat? By two scores. Yeah, this is a delicious one, isn't it? It should be a pretty high scorer. Um, it will be a real test of the Chargers' beefed-up defence, and I think the Chiefs will have enough to take it on the basis of Week 1. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs as well. Keenan Allen's a big loss. He's just been ruled out just before we started recording for the Chargers, so that massively weakens their receiving group. So yeah, I'll take the Chiefs as well. Um, Sunday, 6 o'clock, UK time. It's the Buccaneers against the Saints. Elvis, you got? Uh, this isn't bias. I have like genuine reasons for this, but I'm, I'm going Saints. Standard. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Tom Brady Bloodsuckers. I am also going to go for the Saints. It's in New Orleans, right? It is, yes. yes. Yeah. Then I'm sticking Saints. Mine yeah. was head over heart. Obviously. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going Saints as well. Um, Chris Godwin's ruled out that weakens their wide receiver group. Tom Brady looked okay. Um, and Brady's Bucks have never beaten the Saints in the regular season. Well, there you go. There's there's always a time for records to win, there isn't there? There is. Yeah. But and he'll and he'll drink the blood of thirty virgins, and he'll be fresh as a fresh as anything before that, and away we go. Here's a terrible game for a uh, Sunday evening. The Seahawks at the 49ers. <laughs> a Seahawks. Oh, he's riding the hot hand. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I believe it. I want to see it. Geno Smith look good. Trey, who knows? I'm happy to see the Niners tank. Let's go. You're, um, you're giving the Seahawks their... their... 50% of their wins in weeks one and two. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I'm going I'm going to amaze everybody and I'm going to take the 40 diners. I'm shocked. I mean, I, I infamously predicted the Seahawks to lose 35 nil last week and uh, I was <laughs> slightly incorrect on that one. Uh, I'm going 49ers it as well. It wasn't even 35 points in the game, was it? Or maybe just. Was it 17-18 or 16-17? I think it's 17 18, isn't it? I think there was literally thirty-five exactly points in the game. <laughs> Whatever. I'm still. I still think Excellent. 49ers have enough. Yeah, so do I. Um, George and Hill I assume they won't be. They won't be playing in a, in a swimming pool either. So. Yeah, I think um, it's a Levi Stadium. If I just made that up, it doesn't sound real, but I think no, that it's is Levi cool. Stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah. Santa Clara, that's right, that's where it is. Um, I think the Niners will be angry after losing to the Bears. Speaking of the Bears, Sunday night football, it's another bit of a drossy game. Um, it's, it's here for history. It's the yeah. Bears at Packers. Elvis, who do you fancy? Two, one team's Pack got a winning Packers. record, one's got a losers. Yeah. Packers, I don't, I, don't, I don't believe in this. Aaron Rodgers is bad because of week one, like, he has bad week ones. I think they'll they'll get going again. I think they'll smoke him. Uh, yeah, I reluctantly, really reluctantly, will pick the Packers. I don't trust I want, the Packers I want to... to stay bad, and I don't trust the Bears to stay good, so I agree with both of you. Packers are going to win. <laughs> yeah, nothing to add. Uh, full house of Packers. Uh, Monday night. I'm not sure why this is happening, but there's a Monday night doubleheader. If anyone knows why... You'll have to let me know. Um, but it starts... Oh, money, yeah. Funny that. Um, it starts with the Titans at Bills. Is this as one-sided as it sounds? 
Yes. Yes. Bills. Easy. Domination. Potentially a four-score victory. Bills. <laughs> I'm going to edge on the side of the Bills as well. I'm not as strong that it's going to be a thrashing because I don't think Vrabel team stay bad. He's too good a head coach to let that happen. They've got tools in Tennessee, but I don't think they've got enough tools to beat the Bills at home. They've got tools and they're going to get tools. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got to be the Bills, isn't it? And uh, we bookend the week with another good game, actually. Uh, best I, game I, think that, I, I think this could be game of the week. It could be game of the week. It's Minnesota Vikings at Philadelphia Eagles. I, I don't I don't see game of the week. I think this is going to be quite one-sided. I think the Vikings are going to upset this weird Eagles hype train that seems to have manifested. So... <laughs> Yeah, I think the Vikings stomp them, and I think we remember that Jalen Hurts isn't that good. I don't know. Yeah, did we all forget what happened in the postseason? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, ooh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings as well, but I think it'll be a really close game, and I think uh, Jalen Hurts is going to take Elvis's comments personally, and he's going to put that put up three touchdowns <laughs> on his own on his own back. Screw the wide receivers. Smith's not going to see the ball once. It's in Philadelphia. It is. In prime time. Yeah. So we spend most of the game watching Kirk Cousins on his back and Eagles win. (laughs) Yeah. The the Kirk Cousins in prime time curse is real. I'm going Eagles as well. Um, Yeah, he doesn't like Monday night, does he? He really doesn't like Monday nights. No. If there was ever someone that was not Mr. Monday night, it is Kirk Cousins. Uh, cool. Well, so I just think it'll be a good game, though. I'm expecting a bit of back and forth. And also, today we launched our week two power rankings. I'm not going to go through them all because it's 32 teams, for goodness sakes. Uh, let's just have a quick look at the, the top 10. Uh, we've got Buffalo moving into first, Kansas City Chiefs moving into second, Tampa Bay moving into third, the Rams dropping down from first to fourth. Baltimore moving up five places to fifth. The Eagles, Elvis's Eagles, uh, moving up five places to the sixth. To sixth. Seventh, we've got the Chargers moving up six places to seventh. At eighth, we've got the New Orleans Saints moving up four places. The Cincinnati Bengals moving down three places to nine. And Green Bay moving down five spots to ten. Uh, just because uh, it's more fun to do this as well. Uh, look at the bottom three. 32nd is the Falcons, the Jets moved down seven spots to 31st, and uh, the Houston Texans moved up to 30th. It was only a draw. Let's maybe not overreact too much. Houston only moved up because so many other teams, like in out, moved moved about. Like so, the just to explain our power rankings, what we've done is we uh, the team. Um, it's a tough team um, put together our power rankings uh, before week one we also took um, the power rankings from PFF I believe I can't remember where I took it from now I think it was PFF um, and we take an average of so our power ranking was an average of the team's positionings and PFFs to, to yeah. give us a, a, a league table. Um, there was there was special calculations done if there were any tie breaks, and there were tie breaks. Um, so the team with the more most favourable strength of schedule will, will always win in a tie break situation. So say like Indianapolis and San Francisco, twelfth and thirteenth at the moment this week, um, they have a tie break, uh, and San Francisco win margin on that. Um, or I believe maybe that was last week that they they tied. I don't. I, I can't be asked to look. But um, yeah. So so and then every every week moving forward, what we do is we take the team will redo our power rankings, and then we take last week's power rankings, add that to the pool. We take the average team positions again. We add the the power rank power ranking based on. <laughs> The power rank, power rank, and we take we take the we take the strength um, from that point on. We take the strength of that week's um, opponent, uh, and then we we put it up against as a as a so the team who have got the easiest opponent that week will take the take 
win the tiebreak. And we'll do that all the way through the season until we come out at the end of the season. Somehow the, the Bills are like 10th because they're going to shoot a bit halfway through the season. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm talking shit now. But yeah, I think it's a nice scientific way of doing it. Very sciencey. I was lost. I'm glad I just have to tell you what I think um, in, in the creation of them. Uh, big question is, uh, Pat, we've got the Jags 28th. Do you believe there's 27 teams that are better than the Jags in the NFL? Only 27. Um, <laughs> That's very polite, isn't it? I'm kind of hoping that we stay unmentioned. If you mention the bottom two and the top ten, if we can stay out of either of those two zones, that will be... Well, I mean, obviously you want to be the top ten, but we're not going to make that, let's be realistic. Um, it's a long way. Alan, Alan had you a 30th. I actually put a 28th. And Ryan, Ryan had you a 30th as well. So it's all me. It's all me, me bumping you up there. Been He's just trying to cover his ass for when they smoke the Colts next week. There's been a lot of talk on Jags Twitter about Bulky Masterclass and should we be apologising to Trent Bulky? I'll put it out there right now. We haven't had any wins no. yet. Fuck apologising to Trent Bulky, prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should pick up a couple of these. Um, Las Vegas. They look pretty good. We didn't actually talk about their game really with the Chargers. We should have done because it was a pretty good game. They're currently 17th. I think they're a bit low. Um, below Tennessee, we currently have them. Uh, I'm fine with them being below Minnesota, but that feels a bit low for me. Or am I just unrealistic on the Raiders? Um, I've got. I've. I had the Raiders uh, 19th this week and Tennessee 16th, and I think I've dropped both of them down there. I think I think uh, the reason I think I've got Las Vegas further down is I don't really have a lot of trust in their offense. It's not it, the, they got. If you look on the paper, their roster offensively I think does actually get better this season, uh, but I don't have any trust in their coaching setup and the coordinators to to get them firing. So I think give them a, give them a couple of years and maybe a new a new. A new scheme, and we might see a better, better situation there. But I just, I, I don't trust that running back room either. I think it's nowhere near good enough to make waves in that division. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, I think that's the end. I think I think we hit the end. Um, Elvis, Pat, thanks so much for coming on as a special guest and joining Nate and I. An absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Let's do it again sometime. Um, and everyone that's listened, thank you for joining and for listening. If you want to listen to some of our other podcasts, make sure you check out wherever you get your podcast from. We'll be there. Well, Nate says 90% of the chance that we'll be there. We'll be there. So uh, if we're not there, go somewhere else. And <laughs> if you want to follow us a bit more on what's going on, you can follow us on Twitter. You can join our Discord community. You can talk to the likes of Elvis, Nate, myself, not Pat. But if you've got any messages for Pat, we can pass them on. And uh, <laughs> let's look forward to another great week of football. Thanks for listening and speak to you soon.